Hello and welcome to the Reed and Entertainment Podcast, episode 431 for, uh, what? what's the date today? Oh, December 24th, 2023. Uh, something significant about that, but I don't know what it is. Uh, joining me this week, we have Connor the Cyberpunk Monk Besh. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Grimbo. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so today is obviously, as, as most people would know, uh, Christmas Eve, and lots of people celebrate that. Uh, we we are celebrating by having another weekly episode of the podcast. That's what we are doing. Uh, Con- Connor's able to make it, but Aroa wasn't because he is out doing stuff with family and or, well, I think just family. No friends, just family. I get it. I get it. Yeah, we're not doing anything until later tonight. My, my girlfriend's bringing her kids over and they're staying the night, but uh, right now it's just... You know, being lazy and sitting around the house on a, a day off, which is nice. Anyway, Connor, where can we find you? You could find me, and you could find you, and you could find Aroa at Aroa.website. All of our relevant social media links are there. And while you're there, or anywhere else that has podcasts for that matter, you should check out the podcasts that I work on. One of them is Bug City Blues, a Shadowrun 6 World Edition actual play podcast. I work really hard on it, and people really like it. I bet you'll like it too. What it, about the other fan- one? What, what, well, don't we have one that's finished? We do have one that's finished. That's that's Clinton's Core Classics, uh, a Rise of the Rune Lords first edition actual play podcast. Uh, Pathfinder, that is. I didn't say that in the, the spiel. I usually say that. And that's fine. Uh, the first season's okay. You can't, it, It's like Star Trek, where like it doesn't get good until Riker gets his beard. You know, season two, that's where it really starts to shine. And from that point, I think it's pretty phenomenal. Yeah, it doesn't get, it doesn't get good until we get rid of our cleric. It doesn't get good until we get rid of our old uh, editor with an asterisk. I don't think they were doing much editing. Yeah, probably not. And uh, yeah, wait, anything else you wanna you wanna mention or or anything like, like social that? media wise? Yeah. Uh, no, I I keep on saying I'm gonna get into streaming and I want to do streaming, and then the problem is is I can't sit and talk to myself for like an hour straight and be entertaining for an audience that's hypothetically not there or if they're there they're not talking back see i can sit there and talk to myself for an hour straight i'm not sure it's entertaining but i can do it can't i can't do it like yeah if i start talking while i'm doing something else i'll start getting distracted on that thing that i'm doing or like you know not putting all my effort into it yeah it's it's a it's a skill like it, it is genuinely something that needs to be practiced and improved on yeah, speaking speaking of which, uh, that's basically where you can find me. It's twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. I've been doing that for how many years now? Have I been doing streaming on Twitch slash Mixer? Like seven or something? Like eight. I think on I actually started like started my Twitch to start streaming in like 2013. But I actually didn't start doing regular streaming until a few few years ago six or seven years ago but yeah i, it's... I remember when you were just tipping like dipping your tiptoes into it it was a we've known each other for too darn long and uh b you've been doing it for a minute now yeah and, and i i would like to say that while i might not be the most entertaining at least i can at least keep myself i can i can keep talking and 
uh, that is, it is a skill that you develop because you're like, at least for me, I would rewatch some of my videos and be like, why am I not talking here? Why am I just staring at the screen and like learning like, hey, I need to be making some noise while I'm doing this instead of just sitting there and watching the gameplay. One thing I will admit to is I've been watching streams lately just to like try to study the, not, not necessarily the successful ones, but just the ones that I find entertaining to define the stuff that they ramble about. And nine out of ten times, it's because they have an audience that's participating. I, I can never get to that point. Like, if I'm talking to people practically begging them to talk. It's like, mm, nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I tried to do that, too. And, and yeah, I don't have a lot of people that come in. But at least I have a enough of a loyal audience that I can I can sit there and, like, chit-chat with, usually. But what I anyway. need is a plant in the audience. That's, that's, that's what that's you need. That's the secret to success, I think. Yeah, that's, that's what you need. You need somebody in there that will laugh at your jokes. And be like, ah, oh, you're so funny. You need um, what was it? It's in uh the Late Show with Kev uh, uh Jay Leno. He had Kevin Eubanks who would always just laugh on the side. Or I, I feel like I could write an AI that's basically Chat GPT impersonating Andy Richter, and have that text to speech into my chat. I feel like I could do that. I, you might get sued, but you can try to do. <laughs> I mean, I, I say Andy Richter just to be like a, a, a co-host of comedy. Like, yeah, they don't need to be making the punchlines. They just need to be reacting to shit that's going on. Yeah, I, I'm sure I'm sure you could get something like that. Some some AI bot that would like react to what you're saying. But I'm not sure how much that would cost. You'd probably have to pay for the, the pro plan for that. Anyway, so, uh, tune in next week slash next year when I find out about um Having a, a bot of fake audience members for a Twitch chat. Man, I can't wait until I can do that for my, my podcast. But 200 that... <laughs> active viewers, and they're all telling the exact same joke. Amazing. Uh, can you tell me what games you've played this week? All right, I got a couple to, to mention just because I was out last week. The first ones I want to talk about are my VR games. First one is Assassin's Creed. I think it's called Mirage. No, Mirage is the, the newest non-VR one. They made a VR one. It's pretty damn good. It's not amazing it's not like i am going to choose to continue playing this in my free time good but it's pretty damn good the fact that that's standalone a vr headset blows my gosh darn mind second one ashira's wrath 2 got it for free when i bought my quest 3 it's okay i see why people like it and are blown away by it and it blows my mind that once again it's standalone on the quest i don't need to be connected to my computer i could bring my headset to work and play this inside of a server room I'm, I'm looking at the camera directly right now. Not that I would ever do that. No, you don't want to do that. You, if, what, why is the server down? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I'm not saying that somebody karate chopped the entire main trunk, but I am saying I was able to throw my axe and take out the giant spider boss. That'd be uh, great. That, that's, that's, oh, no, wait, that's not it for VR. Uh, sometime between the two weeks and now, they updated Steam VR to be a standalone app for the Quest. Mm-hmm. And wow, I don't need to connect my computer to my headset to play Pavlov anymore. And is it smooth enough? It was. It it had a couple of hiccups, just teeny tiny ones, like ones where I could call tolerate it and continue playing. It is past playable. It is enjoyable. Good, good. I'm happy then, uh, that that you were able to do that because I we played Pavlov I think once and uh, I wasn't very good at it. I love Pavlov. It's the most fun way to play Counter-Strike. 
Probably. The other one that I played was Payday 2. I want to get that working in VR. Because the Quest controllers are simpler than the Index controllers, there's a little bit of an issue with the locomotion. But as long as you don't mind actually running around to do shit, it works great. Like, I am so... Again, I cannot understate. Blown away by how well it works wirelessly. I don't have a fancy router or nothing, and it worked great. So I do have a question about that. Uh, I know you haven't played it at all because it costs too much money and isn't really complete. But have you looked in if VR is available in Payday 3? I don't think it is. I don't believe it's supported yet. Like, you could probably do VR injection just because the fact that it's not on a very weird engine that needed to be built specifically so it could be uh, piggybacked into it. It's my understanding the VR in Payday 2 is, I don't want to say slapped on because it is impressive, but... It's it's definitely bending it to make it work. Yeah, I'm I'm curious how that would work with Payday Three, but because I I played that a little bit, but it, it it I need we need more people to play it. Basically, I need you to be able to play it with me. <laughs> I'm I saying. would love to play it eventually, but I'm definitely not paying thirty bucks for it. No, no. And then I got one more game. I, oh, okay. I I have a game and then a story. Don't let me not tell the story because I think it's funny. Uh, the last thing I've been doing is I've been really, really craving a stealth game. And I specifically wanted one that I can enjoy on my Steam Deck. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just play a little bit of, uh, oh, I know, Metal Gear Solid Five. I'll download that at work and I'll play it for like an hour or two when I get home. And then you know what I did? I sat down and I played it for seven hours straight. So an hour or two. Yeah, that sounds about right. I haven't had a gaming session like that <sighs> since I was a teenager. Yeah totally absorbed in it this is i forgot how good of a game this is yeah i'm i'm still looking forward to play it. if this podcast gets boring i might start playing it while we're talking don't do that we this, I, it's, it might it, happen it's an hour long you i might i might do open world shit you, you might hear me hey hey tell me what you know spit it out we're your friends bang bang and what was what was the story that you wanted to tell Okay, so uh, you know how I played that, that game, Space Station 13? Yes. I, d- I don't know what's going on, but there is a tide of new players. We call it a gray tide because uh, staffies show up in gray suits. And I usually just play the clown or the bartender. Like, I do very low-stress jobs with high opportunities for shenanigans. And because I'm, I'm just going to say a public-facing job, these people usually come to me and are like, Hey, I don't know how to do my job. Hey, where is Botany? Hey, I need a shout. You're like... Very basic things. I'm showing them the ropes. One thing that happened while I was showing somebody the ropes is our station was under attack by uh, terrorists who were played by other players yeah. who detonated bombs and, and synch- they, 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 like synchronized detonations. So our part of the station was completely isolated. Uh, so I'm like, okay, uh, new plan. I'm going to show you how to survive a terrorist attack. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> I run with them. We the first thing I do is like we need spacesuits. Let's find spacesuits. I break into a one of the the commanding officer's rooms. So we steal his. I put that on him. I just happen to have one because it was a clown. You know, of course the clown is a space dude. Don't question it. We okay. were doing pretty good. We were escaping when somebody managed to see us floating around trying to get back to the part of the station that's not drifting in space. And then they sent a shuttle after us. That shuttle was sent with explosives, and then that exploded. Uh, so we were drifting in space, Buddy was, he, he didn't make it, and I had lost my legs in the explosion. While I was drifting out there, I had shrapnel next to me, so I picked up the shrapnel and I was like, well, you're not using these anymore, are you? Chopped off his legs, managed to do clown surgery and stitch them onto myself, 
Thanks, good. Thank goodness I was teaching this new guy the ropes because I had his legs stitched onto mine, and I used those to hobble my way to the escape. You did it. So you you won the game. The guy messaged me at the end of the the chat in the Discord. He's like, I am crying with how much I'm laughing right now. <laughs> I do I do like that you stole somebody's legs. I needed to get the fuck out of there. He wasn't using them. Now, could without your without the legs, could you have crawled on your hands? Basically, I would not have been able to make it in time uh, if mm. things weren't exploding and uh, if oxygen wasn't a finite resource. Probably eventually could have, but it, it was time to to get the fuck out of there. Also, how did the spacesuit with your legs blown off not vent all the oxygen out? The correct answer is because it's a very simple game that is more focused on simulating atmospheres than pressure tanks. I see. But uh, yes, that is that is a valid criticism. Okay. And we're going to move on to me and the games I played. So uh, I played some Starfield this week. And, you know, it, I, it, I've i said about Starfield that I went in with the expectation that I was going to be exploring planets and doing, like, Fallout 4 in space. And that's basically what it is. Uh, I mentioned to my coworker that I had played Starfield and his response was, oh, Starfield was a disaster. And I was like, like, I don't understand that. Have you played it? What makes it a disaster? And his reply was, oh, well, people are saying that, like, there were a bunch of uh, systems that were supposed to be in the game that were removed, et cetera, et cetera. I was like, okay, what systems? He's like, I don't know. I'm like, so it plays fine. It is exactly what I expected. And you're calling it a disaster without knowing what systems were removed and without ever having played the game. So maybe it wasn't an actual disaster. Like, that, oh, sorry. for me, a dis, like saying a game is a, one, a, is a disaster would be like what happened last week with, that we talked about with the day before, where it just wasn't a functional game. And I was just like, maybe... Maybe you should stop just listening to the crowd and like actually play games. <laughs> or, no, or what I, I am of the opinion that Starfield it can be criticized. I think there is yeah, a no, no, that's place fine. in a, a discussion where you could do that. But just turning around and being like, I don't like it because everyone else said they don't like it, that's that's yeah. that cheap think. It is good. I, Be better. I, and and it's fair to say it's a mediocre game. You could say it's, it's a it's, working tech demo. It, yeah, it it actually shows that Fallout in space could be turned into a randomly generated based off seed procedure yeah. game. I just I I think the word disaster needs to be and, and like these types of criticism being like this game is awful, it's terrible, just because it's not exact like a ten out of ten masterpiece is is silly, and I've seen lots of people. Uh, online just give Starfield crap just for being not as good as like let's say Fallout even 4 but I'm still having fun like flying around the galaxy one thing I wish there were aliens like there are aliens like you go and there are like um, you know creatures that you can kill that are you know aliens to our planet but you don't at least from what I've seen you don't really run into like Klingons or Vulcans. It's there's no other species that's like at our level of intelligence, and I don't like that. I think 
uh, just a galaxy full of humans doesn't make any sense to me. Boring. That's yeah. Boring. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but like they don't know hard. how to do other races. They've done it in, in Scram Bam and Elder Scrolls. And... Yeah, it's just weird that at least I haven't ran into any, and I played for like 40 hours. Um, And then a uh, game I played for 50 hours, and I'm finally done with, Bot and Kaitos, Eternal Wings and the something-something. Um, Eternal Wings and the Lost. Eternal something and the whatever. I don't fucking know. And the Lost Ocean. That's it. Eternal Wings and the Lost Ocean. I have beaten that game, and that game uh, could have been like half the length. Yeah. I, it, did you like it? I I, I don't want to like poo-poo on it, but I was very bored watching it. The I combat can, was incredibly repetitive. Yeah, the combat, like I, I admire that they tried something new, but uh, as I said in a different podcast that I was on, um, it, sometimes you don't need to innovate. Sometimes you can just be like, hey, you know, turn-based combat by itself is fine. And you don't necessarily need to innovate all the time. And the, the card system, while it was innovative and unique, it, it could have, I could have taken it or left, like, I could take it or leave it. But I can understand why watching it wouldn't be fun. Uh, I, I actually like the, well, it's uh, Earthbound, where if you get to a certain level, you just wipe out the enemies of a like if they're too low of a level, you know you're gonna win. So it like goes like it's gonna transition, and it's like ah, oh, you got an experience point. Let's move on. And I am shocked that no other game has done that. Uh, that being said, Bon Kaidos could have been about half the length. It it gets to a point where you like you resurrect the bad guy, and then they're like, oh, you need to go get this mirror to be able to beat the bad guy. And you're like, okay, let's go get the mirror. So you get the mirror, and then the mirror breaks. And you're like, wait, no, there's a sword. We can go get the sword and beat the bad guy. And so you get the sword, and the sword breaks. Uh, and, yeah, that, that being said, I still had fun. And it's a game I haven't, you know, I hadn't beaten before. I had it. I've had it for years, but I, I've never beaten it. So I finally was able to sit down and get through all 50 hours of it. And I'll probably never do that again. And it's okay. Anywho, uh, we are going to move on to some news stories. Not a lot of stuff happened this week. And the first is an update. Are you still there, Connor? You seem quiet. Okay. Uh, The first is an update on a story that we covered a while ago. Uh, They're not... Sony and, and Discovery are not taking down PlayStation Bot shows now. All because of I, our podcast. It was all because of us. I was actually going to say, I wonder if it's because people complained, but... Oh, that's definitely we, I mean, why. We, we went over that list. It's, oh no, we don't have Ice Road Trucker Seasons 5 and 6 anymore. Those are popular ones. Well, I mean, they had they did have a lot of popular shows. Uh, the list here, you know, it's very small. They just say Mythbusters, huge show. I can imagine lots of people still watch that on their PlayStations. Uh, Deadliest yeah. Catch and Cake Boss. Is Cake was Cake Boss popular? I'm not into that like sphere, but I am aware that the cooking sphere of influence is pretty massive. Yeah. So it says, in all, 1,200 titles would have been affected by the change, and you wouldn't have gotten a refund for any of them. The announcement came shortly after Warner Brothers Discovery, the owner of Discovery Channel, had revealed in an earnings report that its flagship streaming service, Max, 
lost 2.5 million subscribers over a six-month period. Oof. That's a lot of not making money there. Mm -hmm. Both of Sony's announcements were brief and didn't elaborate on its licensing trouble with the networks. As the New York Times said when the company published the warning that it was going to remove any Discovery show you purchased in the past... Uh, though the situation raised questions about the meaning of ownership in the age of digital goods. Supposedly, buying digital would give you access to the piece of content forever, since there's no physical medium that could break or get lost. As this incident demonstrates, that's not always true. Which is, uh, I think we've been saying that for a long time. Where we, we don't, we, we buy a lot of games and stuff digitally, but also it sucks because we acknowledge that we don't own anything. And they can always take that away. Like, uh, I don't know what the circumstances and situations would need to be to make it happen, but we could wake up tomorrow and Steam could be like, yep, we're throwing in the towel. Sorry. Bye. Sorry that we took all your money. Epic bought us. I, I, even then, like, it would have to... What would it take? Like, the government would have to be like, nope, no more video games. We're, we're shutting it all down. Yeah. It would have to be... And even then, people would probably be like okay here's how you still obtain your license yeah you'd have to i don't know buy a, a huge hard drive and save all the games to the hard drive i mean you say huge hard drives most people's libraries are what 150 200 games or something like that maybe uh yeah they're not us <laughs> yeah well, I, I definitely have way more than that i have i have a few games on steam uh i i have well above 600 games i think Whew. something like that I think uh, I, I, I started getting into this game during the orange box and I have uh, 369 games, three, six, niner. So I have a lot of hidden games. Um, let me see how many I'm trying to find out where that number is at. Um, and the reason this is important is because at least half of these, I'd like to play like sometimes just conveniently, like whenever the spur of the moment strikes me, I'm seeing and right Licensing now with, could give up and they could just be like sorry you don't have access to any of these things you paid for that sucks without hidden games i'm seeing like 400 and then there's a bunch of hidden games that i would have to go look at as well and wouldn't that suck if one day uh sony slash steam slash I, I i don't know what would have to happen to make it but it could happen where they'd just be like sorry no more yeah i mean i doubt that's gonna happen with you know, are with Steam, just with how ubiquitous it is. But we could have said the same thing about uh, about GameStop 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. that's GameStop's never going out of business. It'll be fine. What? What do you mean the movie theaters are going under? What, what do you mean people aren't watching movies? What are they doing? I don't know. People are still watching movies. We, they still have huge opening nights and all that. Like, that's just... They're just trying to scare you so they don't have to give people proper pay uh we're gonna move on to our next story uh did you hear about the gta 6 leak yeah i remember it happening and then being like oh it looks kind of like gta 5 huh i don't think we and i don't even think we covered it i think we brought it up and there was so little to talk about it with it where we're like huh yeah it, okay it sure looks like a dev build of gta 5 where like you could spawn in whatever and then I remember even then Rockstar being like, oh, we're going to retaliate super duper hard. Yeah. And uh, that, that's exactly what they did. They did. They did. Techspot. 
this is this is a story from TechSpot, but it's a the the story is also listed a bunch of other places. Eighteen year old Arian Kurtage from Oxford, UK was one of two teens behind the hack on Rockstar Games last year that led to a flood of GTA 6 content hitting the internet. Kurtaj carried out the attack while on bail for hacking NVIDIA and British Telecom BTEE. Oh, that's great. You keep We went on bail and was like, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hack something else. I'm going to do it again, motherfucker. <laughs> Despite staying in a hotel under police protection... And having his laptop confiscated, Turtaj was able to hack Rockstar using the rooms included wi- Amazon Fire Stick and a newly purchased phone, keyboard, and mouse. That'd do I it. Love, go, I love go down this to kid. CVS, buy a burner. And, yeah, like, I, I know we're not supposed to advocate or condone what he's doing, but uh, pretty based. Yeah. Pretty based. Good job. Um I do broke... like the idea that he was under protection, which makes... I, I know this isn't what happened, but... There's a reality where in Rockstar is like, we are going to get this guy so hard. Send in, I don't know, the the, the hitmen. Send in the Pinkertons. And the police are like, whoa, okay. Uh, <laughs> you, need, you need to go into the safe room now. And he's like, a safe room with a fire stick. Nice. Uh, he broke into Rockstar's internal st- uh, Slack system and threatened to release the source code if the company did not uh, contact him on Telegram. The incident led to his final arrest. They didn't have to go very far. They were outside the room. <laughs> I, I love it. They call, they're like, hey, this guy's hacking us. And they're like, John, what, what, or Arian, what are you doing? I'm in the room with you. Put that down. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, back in July, it was reported that Kurtaj, who is also behind an attack on Uber, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm noticing a little bit of an escalation. Yeah. Uh, Had deemed mentally unfit to stand trial in a London court, meaning the jury could not determine whether he committed the crimes he was accused of or rather uh, than judging him guilty or not guilty. Um, So ultimately what they've done here is instead of uh, placing him like in prison, they're placing him in basically a prison hospital. They're, They're putting him into a mental hospital until he's deemed fit to either stand trial or get released. Um, Rockstar Games has told the court that it lost $5 million from this hack, as well as thousands of hours of staff time. Kurtosh defense team tried to argue that the success of the recently revealed uh, official GTA 6 trailer showed his hack had not caused serious harm to the developer. Yeah, um, yeah I don't think they were really... They were out any money or anything. I think that's I don't just think bullshit. it hurt their bottom dollar at all. In fact, no. I think this is the exact sort of thing that rock, rock star that Rockstar typically tries to do intentionally so that they don't need to pay for advertising. They just like get some sort of scandal. Uh, it's literally the page from their book. Except, yeah. Uh, boy, did they throw the book at this guy. And I know well, it's not just this. I know it's it's this and the Uber and the, the everything. But but yeah. like, damn, that's that's harsh. Also, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. Um, he should get picked up by, like, uh, 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 he probably uses drugs. That's probably why he's not already picked up by, like, CSI or, or the FBI or whatever. Probably. There was another uh, another article that I found on this that had a little bit more detail that said uh, part of the reason why they put him in the 
in the hospital and they're not letting him go is because they're like, he's a threat outside. Like they know he's going to do it again because he said, if I'm out, if I get let out, I'm going to do it again, (laughs) which he's looking forward to it even. Yeah. He's like, once I get out, I'm hacking something else. Um, good. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like this sort of, uh, weaponized volatility could probably be directed towards a productive source. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, there I, was... Uh, a, I don't want the guy to be locked up because no. gosh, that doesn't seem like the right response for somebody sending lines of code. But B, this the guy obviously knows what he's doing. He's also... Get him in a, get him in a teaching environment. Yeah, I mean, it's it's... He's what? He's young. He's 18 years old, so... It's, that doesn't mean shit. He knows what well, he's doing. No, no, he's no. done it. Let me, let me, let me back up here. I, he's 18 years old. He's very smart. He knows what he's doing. But then you also know 18-year-olds. You've been an 18-year-old. You can be very smart and still be a dumbass. He's um, fine. He's 18. That literally yeah. means we could beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> and what happens is, you know, he's thinking, oh, man, I could hack this thing. But he doesn't think there are officers right outside my fucking door <laughs> that can take me down. Um, so I think he just, he probably needs to grow up a little bit. Um, I still don't think prison or, or being locked up is, is really the answer, but yeah, focusing that, that intelligence and that hacking ability into more productive means would, would be the best. Um, there is one other thing. Um, there, there was another person, as mentioned earlier in the article, there was a 17 year old cannot be named for legal reasons. He was found guilty in the same trial and he's been sentenced to 18 month youth, youth rehabilitation order, um, has supervision, supervalence and a ban on using VPNs. Um, he was also (laughs) sentenced for an unpleasant and unpleasant and frightening pattern of stalking and harassment of two young women. Well, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, don't do but that. Like, Definitely. The the eighteen months that th- that sounds more appropriate. Right, right. And instead of the uh, Arians, uh, was indefinite. He is indefinitely going to be held, uh, in that mental institution. I believe. No, they're they're trying to throw a book at somebody, and it, I mean, yes, I, like when you look at all the crimes, it's not great, but right. Damn, homie can do it. Homie's on fire. Let him cook. He's got something. Yeah, I mean, it's ah, uh, he's he's very talented. I will say that. But yeah, he's probably also on drugs. And I we're gonna do have one huh? last thing to say before we go on. There's a photo of him uh, where he's. It looks like he's caught in some sort of big fish. Yeah. But his face is blurred, which leads me to think that he is the fish. Prove me wrong. <laughs> yes. That's a very misleading photo. That's all I wanted to say. It made me chuckle when I saw it like that. Yes, that's that's interesting. No, I probably just doesn't want to show his face because that might also be that might have been released when he was under eighteen as well. I, I figured it was because he was a minor when it was taken or something like that. Yeah. Or maybe he's a fish. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying maybe. he's not a fish. I'm just, I'm just you know being open minded. Uh, we're gonna move on to our last story, and our last story is silly. So it's sillier than that one. They have those, are they 12-pin, 16-pin? I think they're 16-pin they're adapters for the new new graphics GPUs. cards. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're bad. <laughs> they're really bad. Uh, everybody yeah. knew. So one thing about the cards 
is the new adapters they adapt your your what is it to 12 volt they drop take everything to 12 volt it's supposed to be a smaller connector so you don't have these giant like three eight pin connectors going into your super power hungry gpus however um one of the parts with the spec is that like you know with like USB-C, you you unplug and plug in your phone like at least once a day right give or take yeah i'd probably say every day and a half or so yeah, and you're able to like you're able to do that. They've tested the USB C spec to go for a few thousand times at least, like five thousand, five thousand to ten thousand times. You're able to unplug and plug in without that port being messed up. Um, so you expect that when you buy something, you're able to plug it in, and unplug it without having much of an issue. Yes, I expect that the ports on the device <laughs> that I purchase all work like yeah. fresh out the box. In so, fact, I would even go as far as to say it would be ludicrous to recommend somebody need to modify the ports before they install it. Right. But go on. Right. But one thing about that spec is when it first came out, they might have updated it since then, but I doubt it, is that it, you can only unplug and plug it in safely. The recommended amount of times is 20 times. That is before the port wears out. I, mean, I get it, and unless you're doing like a, a render farm or something like that, these probably aren't parts that you're popping out and in too many times for the the life of their 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 running. I agree, but also you know there are people who um, you know review computer components and they have to swap out graphics cards all the time, and so they could ruin those ports very very quickly. And another thing is uh, they're melting; <laughs> they're all melting. Yeah, I was uh, no, going to say they're a dumpster fire, but a computer fire is actually much more accurate. Yeah, so they say it's because the, and by they, I mean uh, the the people who make the port, that that conglomeration, say that it's because when they plug it in, and they're not plugging it in firmly, like securely, and there's a little bit of wiggle room, and that is causing the uh, adapter and everything to melt. In, insofar as it's melting the plastic around the connector into the, recip the, the reciprocal? The, the thing that's receptacle. taking it. Receptacle. There we go. Sorry about that. Um, and that's, that's uh, not good. And, and it's causing bad things. And so what they have suggested here is that you have to make, you have to bend the cable correctly. Uh, you, you're, you're a youngin. Uh, did you ever have to like mess around with, uh, IDE cables? Yeah, sure. Um, and like with the original Xbox, you you had to fold the IDE cables in a specific way, so that yeah, it would like, get in into the, the leads. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, just just so that it would fit and like be kind of flat, you had to, like fold it over itself quite a bit, and that's kind of what they're recommending you do here. They're like, you need it to be straight. Like, the cable needs to be straight. You can't have it at, like, a super sharp 90-degree angle. It has to go straight for a long time before it, like, bends a little bit um, to, to go in. And so what we want you to do is you need to loosen those cables a little bit so that you can bend them correctly. So use a fucking hair dryer on your 4090. Um, <laughs> and that's not good. No. Um, and And... Just admit it. Admit that this was a mistake. That 
that we need to not use this as a power connector anymore because there have been so many issues with this particular power connector since it came out. There's um, probably a whiteboard somewhere in the NVIDIA offices or you know whoever the manufacturers are uh, with the words recall written on it, and they're just trickling closer and closer to that point where it's like it is not financially advisable for us not to recall these things. Yeah, and it says, um, besides bending the cables at the correct angle with a gentle heat source, you're also expected to do this bending process when the cable is outside of the case and is not connected to your power supply or GPU. You aren't meant to install the power cabling <laughs> until you've done all the necessary pre-bending and are expected to install the cabling very carefully afterwards. That, that's some technical writing lawyerese, but it does propose the situation where somebody's like, all right, I've got it plugged in. Now to bend it in place. Just Don't doesn't... do that. Don't touch it when it's plugged in. Yeah, don't, no, what are you doing? Why are you putting the, oh, sorry, you put the side panel on it, it bumped the cable, now you have to remove it all. Here, let me just put this heater on it while it's running. Huh, my computer overheated, that's weird. Yeah, I, just, it sucks because, like, it's such a stupid thing. Like, they didn't need to do this. Um, and, and I understand that they're like, Hey, we, we've came up with this cool solution that makes it so there's less cable like mess in your computer. Cause I, you built computers like dealing with cable mess is a, it's like half the cho the process of building a computer. Not that I, um, particularly follow this advice, but let me, let me just tell you a little secret here. You don't have to do the cable management, my homie. It could look like a mess in there. I know. I I am terrible at cable management. I always so do my awful. cable management. My computer only has one cable that I'm not happy with, and it needs to be there because of where the pump is. But, hey, it looks good in there. I'll take it. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, this is this is not a great solution here. They need to work on something else or just switch back to using 8-pin connectors. Or maybe release graphics cards that don't require three 8-pin connectors to power up. I wouldn't be surprised if the next generation of architecture, I'm not going to say that you're going to tune down the power, but it's probably going to focus on matching the same output with less actual, like, oomph in the engine. Like, th this is just too much. It's too yeah. much power draw. You shouldn't be having to worry about, oh, my component melted while yeah. I was using it. Yeah. So, uh, we're, 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 good. we're done. We're done. It's a short That's podcast. It. Yeah. It's the it's, it's the very rear of the podcast. Speaking of rears, I do have one more little story to talk about. I didn't have like an article to bring up, but uh, you, you know Overwatch. Yeah, I do. I know Overwatch. You know the Tracer, uh, one of the I'm I'm gonna just say one of the, the, the heroes. More, uh, appealing heroes of the game. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, they nerfed her. Uh, they they nerfed her appeal. Did they? App apparently, um, some of her more valuable assets have been removed they they uh, they made her have a flat butt they deflated her booty yeah um i i tried to look because you had posted a youtube or a, a, a was it a twitter thing you you posted something uh, uh but two I separate people on twitter who are reacting to it i went to go find a story for this and what happened is i opened up google and i typed in tracer overwatch and uh now my computer needs like to talk to a counselor <laughs> Uh, I, you, I should not have Googled that. There's, you should there's some... have. You should have not set your default uh, search engine to DeviantArt. That's the, that's the. <laughs> that problem. was my first mistake. <laughs> it was 
There was so much porn. I'm... What are you people doing all day? Well, they're obviously making Overwatch porn. That's they're what making they're Overwatch porn. Uh, so I tried to find an article talking about this, but was quickly overwhelmed with, and I kid you not, an overwhelming amount of degenerate pornography. I, I just looked up, like, just a, a, trying to look up a news story saying about, you know, them changing her character model or whatnot. And the Don't only Google thing... the words, Tracer, but Don't do <laughs> okay, it. I won't. But uh, all I found was articles from, like, seven years ago. Uh, where they had changed her pose. I remember that because what? it was controversial. They're, they're like, she wouldn't stand like that. And like, you guys are like, you're right, she wouldn't. It needs to be more sexy. Yeah. Uh, so, unfortunately, they, they made her, her butt smaller, I guess. I don't know. I don't really check out video game characters. Never, never been my thing. Yeah, I've known people who are like, if I'm playing a character, I'm playing a girl. So I can look at the butt. And I was just like, it's kind of weird, dude. Yeah, well, kind of, kind of a weird thing to say. And and my thing is, that's a that oftentimes that's in like MMORPGs when people do that. And I'm like, you know, typically if I'm playing an MMORPG, I'm paying attention to anything but my character model. Right. That's like one of the main appeals of these games are going out to explore. I'm not looking at the same thing that's always there. Yeah. Uh, it, <sighs> anyway, it's silly. Man. But one one of the games I didn't mention that I've been playing lately is Warcraft Three. Oh yeah, uh, a friend of mine bought it for me for Christmas, which was weird. I totally wasn't expecting like anything. Yeah. And boy, playing these games sure do kind of make me want to go play some World of Warcraft again. I now, was sort of hoping a row would be here so he could, you know, swap my hand and talk me out of this bad idea. Don't do it. But some time in a classic server, I could go check out Frozen Throne. I never got to do that. So I, I could join an RP server. I can like that was one of my most fun experiences was just finding people to dick around with like in between missions and stuff like that. I I need to ask you, were you playing Warcraft Three the remake, or were you playing the original? Uh, somebody purchased the remake, reforged they call it for me, like the super duper edition too. Oh, I was, it went on sale. I get like why it happened when it happened, but I totally wasn't expecting it. It it made my day. Is it? Uh, Good, but mm, they they did fix some things, but they also broke some things. Oh, so okay. m my biggest issue slash complaint with it is when I went to go receive the gift, there was an issue, and I had to reach out to their support team. And w basically, what happened was is my Blizzard account is so old that I have the original Warcraft three on my account. Yeah, and they're like, "No, you can't have this game. You already own it. Look, it's right there." Oh. And I had to be like. This isn't the new one. This is the original. Like, I took a photo of my battle box, and it was like, nope, here. I am the original owner. Still got it. I've... The, uh, the, the person who I was talking to said he respected my senior account, and I was like, is, is this what it like? Is, is this what it feels like to be a boomer? Yep, yep. You're going <laughs> to... You need to go up to, uh, uh, like, I don't know, some, some cafe or whatnot, and be like, I can get the senior discount now, and then pull out your battle box. <laughs> I'd been playing Warcraft 3 since this, uh, fuck, 2001, 2000? Something like that. I don't want to think about this anymore. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Thank you for being here. Merry, Merry birthday or whatever. Merry Krimbo. Yeah, or Happy Hanukkah. I think Hanukkah's already done. Uh, whatever holidays you celebrate, happy that. Goodbye. Happy Kwanzaa, everyone.